Please uh, take a seat. Hey, this is, um, yeah, for us as whole entire church, a very, very crazy season. I mean, for all of us, it's a very, very unique season. And it really is important in this season that we're not losing the focus and the vision that Christ is above everything and He is still in the lead. Do you know that Jesus is still in the lead? He is still in the lead? And I think this is a very, very important fact. Hey, we started last Sunday a brand new series and uh, the title of the message is How to Overcome the Evil. How to Overcome the Evil. I know some people, they're not, they're, they don't feel very um, happy when we speak about the evil. Some people say, finally, that's a good series. And other people, they're looking for the next series. Because when you speak about the evil power, a lot of people, you get very stiff because some people, they are very nervous, they're very afraid to see. They see behind every bush a demon. They see behind every bush like, like the, the devil or whatever. You are super afraid. If I do something wrong, the devil gets you and he attacks you. And there are other people, they're too easy. They're not afraid about anything. They say, I don't care because along I'm with Christ. Nothing can harm me. Nothing can stop me. There are always two extremes in the church. And I'm not sure in which extreme you are. Hey, hey I think there is, uh, for me, a very important picture. It helps me for everything. And I would love to start because I want to give you a picture who helps us how can we overcome the evil thing? Here is my motorbike, and um, uh, this was in, uh, during the lockdown. There was a lot of biking because biking is fresh air. You cannot get the virus. It's a beautiful picture, right? That's, that's the Swiss Alps. I tell you, it's nothing more beautiful than the Swiss Alps and the American Alps and all the Alps. When you, when you bike the Harley-Davidson, there are two... People, some people say, I will never drive a Harley Davidson. That's so dangerous because I know some people, they drove a bike and they had a crash and they died and they lost the arm, a leg, an ear, whatever. And that's why I never would drive a Harley. This is very dangerous. You know some people like that? And other people say, hey, this is very easy. My grandfather is still 150 years old. He's still alive. He's biking every year, up and down, up and down. It's too easy. You have always two stories, right? When I go on a bike trip, here is the key word you need respect. Respect is not fear. It's not easy peasy. It's a little bit attention that in every turn, something can happen. Not you because maybe crazy Italian driver kicks you. You want to know respect is the right word. Respect for your wife, respect for your husband, respect for your kids, respect for the government. Respect is always the right key. And I tell you something, when you saw this picture, I was driving up a mountain in, in Italy, the uh, Stifelsjoch, and in 10 minutes I experienced two crazy things. And before I share it with you, I want to show you the route. And for all those people, you are a biker, you will say, oh my gosh, this is unreal. Beautiful. Wow, come on. Wow, and amazing. <laughs> What's the problem? Have you seen the turns? They're so narrow, so, I mean, it's not American turns. Swiss turns, so narrow. I drove up and a BMW come across me and he missed the turn. 
He crossed the line and in the last moment I could stop, otherwise we will have a crash and he will die. He was too easy. Have you ever heard about a car missed, missed the lane? I tell you why, he lost the respect. In every turn you need attention. I drove up, maybe five minutes later, there was another turn. There was a lady and her, her bike fell down and she was crying and, and everyone was stopping and I asked her, what's, what's the problem? She said, I was so afraid of the turns, I get so stiff I could not make the turn and she fell down. Two problems, if you're too easy, you miss the lane. If you're too stiff, you fall down. Both is not good. That means we need a certain respect when it comes to the unseen world, the respect for God and respect also for the enemy. When you study the Bible, uh, I want to show you why everyone is in the same boat. You say, Pastor Leo, but I'm strong. I'm not sinning. I'm doing nothing. The enemy has no power in my life. I want to show you from the theological view of point why the enemy has a part in our life. God created the, the earth, right? The earth is the place where is the human domain. That's the place where we live, where we're born. But there is also a heaven, and a heaven is the domain of God. You see, heaven and earth are, are not the same. And in heaven, there are the Son of God, angels, heavenly council, spiritual being, and also stars. When you read the Bible, it means always stars in heaven. And the, the Lucifer was an angel. And he wants to be like God. And the Bible says God resists the proud, right? And God resisted the Lucifer and he kicked him out from heaven into earth. And that is a very important understanding to understand why the enemy has a power in our life because he was kicked on earth. And when you study earth, it's the word Sheol, the underworld, the desert sea of a place where the rebellious spirit God lives. That means the area where the devil can operate, it's not in heaven anymore. It's kicked out, now it's on earth. That means we have a problem. The earth stands for death. We are born in earth and we die here on earth, right? When you die, you will not stay here. You cannot stay here. Good news, you will not stay here. That means the place where we long in eternity, it's heaven called life. And if you understand that if you're a believer or not, then it's understood, ah, the area where the devil can operate, it's the dust, it's soil. That's the place where he can operate. And this is for me like the foundation that you understand the evil spirit, the whole area where he can operate is on earth. And on earth, we are the target. Now you're saying, Pastor Lee, but I'm a good guy, a good person. Last week I feed that my hamster. Yesterday was an old lady, I helped her across the street. And I wear my mask all the time because of the coronavirus. I'm, I'm a good person. It doesn't matter if you're a good person or not. We are in the domain of the earth where the devil will operate. You understand that? And now when you study the Bible, you will find a lot of words how they describe actually the evil in the Bible. Last time we spoke about Lucifer, Satan, the devil, the roaring lion, and the Antichrist. And every name has a certain characteristics how the devil operates. And today I want to speak about Satan. When you Google, when you go into the Greek word, Satan comes from Satanas, means that he's the hinderer. He wants to hinder you and me that we experience 
the full blessing of God. You understand that God wants to bless us, but there's one guy who said, I don't like if I see you're blessed. I don't want to see that you increase in power, in knowledge, in anointing, in blessing, from glory to glory, from level to level. Here you have an enemy who hinders you that we will not sit on that beautiful table. So this is my introduction. It's a little bit bad news, right? But you know, like every Hollywood story starts with a bad news, then it turns out into an amazing story. But if you, if, you, if you don't understand how the devil operates, then a lot of Bible verses, they don't make sense at all. And we feel this enemy, we feel this destroying power in us. But here is the good news in Psalm 23. And let's go in the text of uh, number 4. Even though if I walk through the darkest valley, in Hebrew means the valley of shadow of death. I will not fear evil. Now comes the word, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Oh my gosh, here is a staff. You see, what has the staff? What's the link between staff and the enemy? More than you think. Because when a shepherd had a staff, with the staff, a shepherd was, was kicking the sheep a little bit like this. Boom, come on, Wooly. If you get lost, you bring the sheep back two meters. Boom, come back. But with the staff, we will, you will also hit a lion. Boom, a bear. Boom, an enemy. Boom, the staff was also protection leading for you, good news, but also protection in the hands of a shepherd. Have you ever, for a lot of people, that you, maybe you have never seen a sheep. A lot of people, they live in Zurich. And that's why I have a picture of a sheep. Thank you, Pastor Leo. You know, a lot of people, they live in a city and they have never seen a sheep. A sheep is so beautiful, right? Oh my gosh, when a sheep is very small, it's so woolly, it's so friendly, so sweet and so cute. And oh my gosh, God is saying, you are like a woolly, like a sheep. And we are cute, we are sheep, you know, God is the shepherd. But there's a back side of the story, a sheep is also blind. A sheep is also a little bit stupid. And God is saying, you're like a sheep. He says, oh, come on, I'm woolly, I'm cute. There's only one part. The second part is that you are a little bit stupid. I mean, it doesn't matter how smart you are. You are stupid compared to God, right? He knows more. We are a little stupid and not so smart. And we need leadership. We need protection. Have you ever seen a sheep is fighting against a bear? No flipping way. A sheep cannot win. Too woolly, too cute. Me, Don't hit me too fat. Me. That's why when the shepherd with the roar and the staff, he leads us to the valley to where? Check out the next Bible verse, and this is important. God will lead me. You prepared a table. He prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Me. <laughs> God is preparing a table. Wow. 
in the presence of my enemies. Fear, illness, arguments, debts, addictions, divorce, whatever enemies. I would say, God, uh, I don't get it. You can say one word and the enemy, it's gone forever. Why is God not kicking the enemies away forever and ever done? Just read the Bible. The Bible says the enemies will be always there. But that's not the problem that we are surrounded from the enemies. That's not the point. God is saying to you and me, he prepared a table in front of the enemies. Woo! Jesus, have you reserved that table? Yes. Wow. Have you ordered the food? Yes. Wow. How long are you waiting? Long. Okay. Wow. Is this like a dead a dead? Yes. And, and now? Eat. Mangiare. <laughs> I can eat. Oh my gosh, I can eat. This is good, good. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, you're doing good? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah, I like the table. It's super good, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wine, yeah. Yeah, bring the wine, cheese. Oh, wine. Thank you, much, cheese. Mm, mm, mm. The enemies are still there. <laughs> Brush them. Eh? Jesus, you want a wine too? Of course. Why would not give you other wine? Oh, I love the table. Hey, do you understand the message? I heard that message a year ago, and I never heard the message before. God is preparing a table of two in front of my enemies. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight. How? I just sit and eat and have so much fun talking with Jesus. <laughs> I thank you so much, Christ. It's an amazing table. But here's a problem. Here is a chair. The devil always wants to sneak and sit down and don't give the devil a seat at the table. Don't do that. Timo Meyer is a leader of our kids' ministry. He's an amazing preacher and teacher. And he wants to share with us the fight about that table that the devil always wants to sit down and destroy the dead at dead with Jesus Christ. Let's give Timo a big round of a hand. Come on. Thank you, Timo. Sure. Hey, genau. Wir haben ja gerade gehört, die Wahrheit ist, dass wir Frieden haben an diesem Tisch. We just heard that the truth is that we have peace here at this table. Aber in der Realität von unserem Leben fühlt sich das ja oft so anders an. But in the reality of our life, it always feels so different. Und das liegt daran, dass der Feind der Vater von der Lüge ist. And that has to do because the enemy is the father of lies. Durch Lüge probiert er, dass wir es nicht mehr glauben, dass wir es nicht mehr können, in dem Frieden drinnen sein, wo eigentlich uns zusteht. And through these lies, he tries to make it that we can't believe anymore, that we can't actually stay in this peace anymore, which has been told that it belongs to us. 
Und wir schauen uns jetzt zwei Strategien an, wo der Feind genau probiert, durch Lügen Teil von dem Frieden wegzunehmen und sogar ganz zu zerstören. And we're going to look at two strategies of how the devil tries to take this peace away or actually even destroy this peace. Die erste, er ist, er will, dass du es nicht mehr erlebst, der Frieden. The first one is he doesn't want you to experience this peace anymore. Und das macht er, indem er pausenlos um den Tisch herumläuft. And that he does by walking around the table with non-stop. Und dir non-stop Lügen an den Kopf rührt. And as he's doing that, he throws lies towards you. Und das kann mega individuell sein. Du bist nichts wert. Du kannst nichts. This can be totally individual. You're not worth anything. You cannot do anything. Und das Gefährliche ist, es hat oft ein Funke Wahrheit drin. And the difficult thing is that often it has one little spark of truth in it. Und das ist, er erinnert dich an die Niederlagen, die du mal eingesteckt hast. And that is that he reminds you of the defeats that you already have had in your life. Und darum tönt das auch so real, so hey, du hast stirbt, hast du versagt, wieso sollte das mal anders sein? And it sounds so real. He's saying, well, you um, had a problem there. Why should it not be different this time? Und du denkst, oh, es stimmt und plötzlich fängt der Frieden an zu wackeln. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's true. And then this peace starts becoming shaky. Und zuerst mal, du darfst dir keinen Vorwurf machen, wenn du die Lüge hörst. And the first thing is, you shouldn't judge yourself if you hear these lies for the first time. Weil der Leo hat gesagt, hey, der Tisch ist deckt im Angesicht der Feinde. Das heißt, es ist völlig normal, dass der Feind um dich herumläuft und die Lüge auf dich treffen. Because Leo said, this table is set in the as our enemy is watching it. So it's totally normal that the enemy would be behind, around you and telling you things. Die grosse Frage ist einfach, wie gehen wir mit diesen Lügen in unserem Leben um? But the big question is, how do we actually deal with these lies in our life? Und wir haben gehört, es sind Lügen, das heisst, wenn wir gegen Lügen kämpfen wollen, empfehle ich, wir nehmen Wahrheiten. And so we hear that there are lies, and to be able to fight against lies, we need to come with truths. Weil wenn du einer Lüge die Wahrheit gegenüberstellst, bricht die Lüge jedes Mal zusammen, weil sie kann entlarvt werden, die Wahrheit aber nicht. Because if you bring um, a truth in front of a lie, the lie is always going to break down, because it will be shown as a lie, but the truth will, of course, reveal itself as truth. Genau, und jetzt ist die Frage, wo finden wir Wahrheiten? Und ihr kennt die Antwort hey, in der Bibel. And the question is, where do we find this truth? And as it is, it's in the Bible. Und entweder wir machen es wie Jesus und wir lernen die ganze Schrift auswendig. Das hat man dort in dieser Geschichte gesehen, wo er in der Wüste versucht wurde, in verschiedenen Gebieten. Er hat immer den richtigen Bibelvers gehabt. Aber ich empfehle, wir machen es uns ein bisschen einfacher und wir gehen ein bisschen spezifischer vor. Aber ich würde sagen, wir machen es ein bisschen einfacher und gehen ein Hey, wenn du willst wissen, wo dich der Feind angreift, dann kannst du häufig in deine Vergangenheit schauen. Wo hast du Schwächen gehabt? Wo bist du angegriffen worden? Und vor allem, wo hat er dich schon mal besiegt? Wo bist du schon mal auf eine Lüge reingekommen? Weil es ist sehr wahrscheinlich, dass dort auch weitere Attacken kommen. Because it's very um, normal that the attack will come to those points. Und ich will dich auffordern, sammle dir Bibelverse zusammen, wo Wahrheiten genau in diese Situationen reden. And I'd like to encourage you to really make a collection of Bible verses where the truth speaks exactly into that situation. Bei mir sind das zum Beispiel Sorgen gsi. For me it was worries. Ich habe häufig gedacht, hey, du kannst das nicht, das ist zu gross, du bist noch nicht ready. Also habe ich mir Bibelverse zusammengesucht, die sagen, was ich kann in Jesus und dass man sich nicht Sorgen machen muss. Und jetzt langt es aber nicht, um die einfach auswendig zu lernen. But now it's not just to learn these by heart. Hey, um mit diesen Kämpfen musst du sie meditieren und wirklich verinnerlichen. To be able to fight with them, you really need to 
get it inside of you and learn them by heart. Also habe ich die wirklich studiert und ich habe, ich habe gewartet, bis ich gemerkt habe, hey, ich glaube die von ganzem Herzen. And so I meditated on them and I waited until that moment where I could say, I really believe it with all my heart. Und wenn jetzt so Sorgen an meinen Tisch ankommen, And so when worries come to my table now, kann ich auf zwei Arten reagieren. I can react in two ways. Die erste ist, wow, Sorgen, was machst du da? Das ist doch eigentlich mein Tisch. Aber so wird das nicht funktionieren. That's not gonna work. Wenn du in der unsichtbaren Welt etwas willst, bewegen willst, brauchst du Glauben. Du musst wissen, wer du in Jesus bist, dass du den Sieg hast, dass du das Recht hast auf Friede an dem Tisch. Und wenn dann die Sorgen kommen, And if worries then come, und sie erinnert mich zum Beispiel daran, dass ich noch nicht ready bin für so eine Sunday-Message, like dann kann ich aufstehen, nicht Augen schauen und sagen, hey, im Philipper 4,13 steht, mir ist alles möglich durch Jesus, der mir Kraft gibt, die ich brauche. You can stand up and say, hey, in Philippians 4,3 it says that I get to have the power of Jesus and he gives me power whenever I need it. Hey, und das ist das Schwert vom Wort, wo der Feind wieder vom Tisch wegjagt. Und ich will dich ermutigen, hey, studiere deine Vergangenheit und noch kannst du herausfinden, wo der Feind dich wieder angreifen so Such dir Bibelverse zusammen und fang an zu kämpfen mit dem Wort Gottes. Genau, jetzt kommen wir zu der zweiten Strategie. So we come to the second strategy. Die zweite Strategie, er, er, der Feind will, dass du es nicht mehr kannst. The second strategy is that the enemy wants you not to be able to do it anymore. Und mit, dass du es nicht mehr kannst, meine ich den Frieden mit Gott geniessen. And what I mean is not being able to do it is to enjoy this peace with God. Und jetzt denkst du vielleicht, ja, aber jetzt haben wir doch die ganze Zeit darüber geredet, dass man das genau kann. But now you can say, well, we've been talking about that the whole time that we can enjoy it. Und ja, genau, wir können uns entscheiden für die Gemeinschaft mit Gott. And we can decide to go for the relationship with God. Aber wir können uns auch dafür entscheiden, den Tisch zu verlassen. But we can also decide to leave this table. Und das ist das Prinzip ist genau das gleiche wie am Anfang von der Bibel bei Adam und Eva. And the principle is the same as it was at the beginning of the Bible with Adam and Eve. Sie haben alles im Garten gehabt, was sie sich können wünschen. They had everything in the garden they could desire. Wir haben alles an dem Tisch, was wir brauchen und noch so viel mehr. We've got everything on this table that we need and so much more. Zum Beispiel eine Liebe, die dich dort berührt, was nichts anderes kann. For example, a love that touches you there when nothing else can. Oder eine Annahme, die dich befreit davon, zu performen oder irgendetwas zu sein, wo du eigentlich nicht bist. Or an acceptance that liberates you from having to perform or to be something you're not actually are. Und wie bei Adam und Eva haben wir Gemeinschaft mit Gott. And like Adam and Eve, we have a relationship and community with God. Aber bei dieser Strategie, die der Feind anwendet, But with this strategy that the devil uses, erscheint am Horizont plötzlich ein zweiter Tisch. Then out in the horizon you'll suddenly see a second table. Und plötzlich ist der Tisch da nicht mehr so interessant. Wir sehen die Früchte dort. Wow, die funkeln mich so verführerisch an. And they're so tempting. Und die hat es da gar nicht auf dem Tisch. And those ones are not here on this table. Hey, wir gehen dort über. So we go over there. Plötzlich hören wir bekannte Stimme. And suddenly we hear a very well -known voice. Hat Gott wirklich gesagt, Did God really say Sex gehört nur in die Ehe. That sex only belongs in the marriage. Oh, überleg dir mal, wie sich das anfühlen Just think what it would feel like. Und hey, bei jedem ist es etwas anderes. And with each person it's something different. Und früher oder später. And at one point or another, you bite in it. Mm. Nehmen wir ein bisschen von dem grässlichen Köpfel. 
You take a bite of this disgusting apple. Und da passieren Sachen auf verschiedenen Ebenen. And things happen here on different levels. Vor allem andere ist das schlecht für mich selber. First of all, it's bad for me myself. Gott hat dir das nicht verboten, weil er einen besseren Tag hat, wenn du nicht sündigst. God did not forbid it because you would have a better day if you sin. Hey, die Äpfel, die sehen zwar so schön aus außen, aber die haben einen faulen Kern. Sie machen dich kaputt, wenn du davon essst. I mean, these apples might look beautiful from outside, but if you eat it, it has a damaged core and it will make you damaged. Das Zweite, was passiert, wir geben die Gemeinschaft, die intime Gemeinschaft mit dem Gott auf. And the second thing that happens is we give up this intimate community with this God. Und das Dritte ist, wir ziehen den Stuhl vom Feind immer wieder zurück und irgendwann darf er ganz legal in unserem Leben Platz nehmen. And the third thing is we always pull the devil's or the enemy's chair a little bit further from the table and he then can legally sit down there and take part with us. Hey, und jetzt denkst du vielleicht, das ist eine absolute Katastrophe und du hast absolut recht. And now you think, well, that's an absolute catastrophe and yes, it is. Und äh, die Frage ist, was können wir dagegen machen? Und die Antwort ist, nichts. Aber Gott kann. But God can. Und Gott hat etwas gemacht. And God did something. Obwohl jeder verstanden hat, wenn er gesagt hat, hey, mit diesen Menschen will ich nichts mehr zu tun haben. Ich habe sie beschenkt und sie haben es nicht wollen. Um das Chaos wieder aufzuräumen, hat Gott seinen Sohn Jesus Christus auf die Welt geschickt. Und das sehen wir in Matthäus 26, 26 bis 28. And we can see that in Matthew 26. Hey, da sagt Jesus selber, nehmt das Brot, es steht für meinen Körper. And Jesus says, Take my bread, it's for my body. Und das, der Wein steht für mein Blut. And the wine stands for my blood, wo ausgossen ist für die Vergebung der Sünde. Has been out for the forgiveness of sins. Hey, der Einzige, der nie von diesen Äpfeln genommen hat, ist gestorben. The only one who never ate of these apples died um uns wieder heilen von dieser Kaputtheit, die dort entstanden ist. Um den Feind von unserem Tisch vertreiben, ihm den Raum wegzunehmen. Und um die Gemeinschaft mit dem Gott wiederherzustellen. Hey, und der Titel dieser Message ist «Wie kann ich das Böse überwinden?» und die Antwort ist simpel, aber wunderschön. Mit dem Blut von Jesus Christus. Und Jesus hat mit dem Blut einen höheren Preis gezahlt, dass du und ich Frieden haben können am Tisch. Also lassen wir uns da nicht auf irgendwelche Kompromisse so let's not enter in, into any compromises. Und geben wir uns erst zufrieden, wenn der Friede überall in unserem Leben sichtbar ist. And let's only stop when this peace is visible in every part of our lives. Wow, let's give uh, Timo a big hand. A round of applause. Hey, how cool is Swiss German? How is Swiss German sounds like speaking in tongues, right? <laughs> Timo, thank you so much for sharing um, the message. This is actually also something you you know what you what you're preaching about it. You also uh, you you're teaching the kids and all of the kids about the truths of God. And when we we preached this message this morning, some people said that this is too easy. You you wanna, you want to tell me I can do nothing? No, it's not easy. It's actually difficult to stay, sit down. We are so busy. The whole day busy with social media, busy with the coronavirus. We're always busy and the devil tries to keep us busy. 
And the second thing is like a roaring lion. He, he, he comes and he attacks us with fear. Hey, Timo, this cannot be everything. There must be more. But the more is here. In the presence of the, my enemies, my Jesus is preparing a table. That means I sit down and I want to ask you this question. Do you sit down every day at the table with a dead a dead with Christ? Or the first thing what you do is you open up the news and you hear all about an amazing stories how the world is positive change to the coronavirus, that people will lose the job, how, how you feed yourself with those news in the beginning of the day, that's not smart. Every morning, my Christ, my Jesus is preparing a table in front of the coronavirus. In front, maybe you lost your job. Maybe you lost your relationship. I don't know what is your enemy. But the focus is never on the enemy. The focus is always the table where I share my heart with Christ and say, thank you, Christ. You prepared this table for me every single day, Jesus. You know my favorite apples, gala. I love banana. The oranges from Wallisell and Gladcentrum. Wow, you have also a hand for flour. Ooh. And the message is stay, talk. You know, when, when I prepared the message, God gave me a revelation about the Bible verse. Maybe you heard the Bible verse many, many times. Elijah and the servants, they heard the news that a lot of enemies are approaching them. They were so big, the enemies were so big and the nations were so big. And Elijah and the servant, no, we don't have any chance. But in 2 King verse 6 verse 17, and Elijah prayed, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. And God was saying, Elijah and servant, as long you sit at the table, you're sitting with the Most High God. You don't have a dead a dead with just a king. I am the king of all the kings. And my enemy, my, 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 my weapons may seem small, but it's the smallest weapons as God in His hands. If God sits at your table, doesn't matter how strong the enemy might be. It doesn't matter what the enemy has a name. The one who sits at the table, it's the king above all the kings. He prepared, he reserved, he's doing the dishwashes for me too. Oh la la, flipping good Christ. I love it because I hate the dishwashing. It's not good for, for my fingernails, you know. Hey church, can we stand for a moment? We would love to take the Lord's Supper with you. You have like a very small cup, uh, maybe when you came in. This is a, a very, very simple cup. You just take the cup out, if this is possible. 
there are two parts and upper part there's a little piece of bread and on the words you see like uh, like some juice representing the blood of Christ and we would love to take the Lord's Supper with you if you're watching online just grab a piece of bread and uh, maybe orange juice or wine or whatever you have and we would love to take the Lord's Supper together because uh, Timo you you shared with us and said the blood of Christ it's our salvation in the blood of Jesus Christ is redemption in the blood of Jesus Christ is healing and I think we need that healing transformation restoration power right now I will take the the bread and you can open the bread it's a little bit very complex here just so you can open it but you can do it and the bread is representing the body of Jesus Christ hey guys there's no bigger love than the one he gave his body his life on my behalf I don't know how it is for you but when people are doing wrong things people doing sometimes the opposite things that God is telling you and then still God is saying whatever you're doing whatever you have done I will go on that cross as a symbol as a statement you matter you are my son and you're my daughter and right now when you take the bread it's a statement that Christ loves me more than anything else Thank you, Jesus Christ, that you died on my behalf. You had me in your mind when you died. You could step down from that cross. It will be so easy for you. But you stayed on that cross as a whole entire message to the whole entire world. People matters. People are important for the kingdom of God. And I'm so thankful for your love statement that I matter and you shared your life on my behalf. And I haven't deserved it, but you say I am worthy and you are giving me more than enough. Jesus took the cup of wine and this is another story you can take the cup of wine ja und wenn wir jesus unsere schuld bringen und das eigentlich mit dem abigmal ausdrücken and that's what we express here with communion ist das so wichtig hey das ist nicht ein platz oder ich muss schämen And it's so important to know this is not a place where you need to be ashamed. Because we heard before this was the biggest act of love or deed of love that the planet ever saw. And Jesus didn't come to judge this world but to save it. And as you drink this wine, 
Then they rejoice. Freu dich, dass Jesus die Lasten für dich trägt. Rejoice that Jesus carries his burdens for you. Und sag ihm Danke in deinen eigenen Worten. And tell him thank you in your own words. When you drink forgiveness right now, you drink healing right now. In the blood of Jesus Christ, there is power. One drop of Christ is enough to redeem me from all what I did in my past. One drop is enough, Jesus Christ, you shared on the cross to heal my spirit, my body and my soul.